Welcome to the Private School Leader Podcast, where private school leaders learn how to thrive and not just survive as they serve and lead their schools. I strongly believe that it is possible to have a long and happy and fulfilling career as a private school leader. And my passion is to help you figure out exactly how to do just that right here on the Private School Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Minkus. So I want you to notice the title of today's episode. The title of today's episode is The Eight Biggest Strengths of the Introverted Leader. But I also want you to notice what I didn't title today's episode. It is not the six ways to be successful as an introverted leader. It is not five strategies to be more extroverted as an introverted leader. And I want you to know that if you just see yourself as an introvert, that you don't need to be fixed. And you don't need to overcome, quote unquote, being an introvert. I've worked with many introverted leaders over the years, and most of them, in my experience, think that they need to change or somehow get better in some way to be a better leader. And I'll be honest, I don't know what it's like to be an introvert. I'm an extrovert. And I know that a lot of leaders uh, in our private schools are extroverts. But I have a tremendous amount of respect for private school leaders who are introverts. And Again, like I said, I'm an extrovert. I love interacting with kids and adults all day long, and that energizes me. And when I'm alone and it's really, really quiet, that actually makes me uncomfortable, and I need some interaction, some human interaction. And I know that those of you that are listening that are introverts are like, oh, my goodness, that sounds so great. Something, you know, really quiet and just alone, um, a little bit of alone time. And so I... I think that most introverts are drained by social interactions. And let's face it, being a private school leader means a day full of interactions. And so, again, like I said, I have a tremendous amount of respect for private school leaders who are introverts. But I also want to emphasize that introverts that lead private schools do not need to be fixed You do not need to overcome being an introvert. You do not need to try to become an extrovert. And what I want to do on today's episode of the Private School Leader Podcast is discuss the eight biggest strengths of the introverted leader. But before we jump into today's topic, I want to say thank you for listening to the podcast by giving you a free gift, and it is called The Seven Steps to Having Successful Meetings with Upset Parents. And this guide is an 11-page PDF that gives you a step-by-step plan to have better meetings with the parents at your school. And that's what you need is a plan because every good coach has a game plan. Every good teacher has a lesson plan. But I think too many of us as private school leaders, we just don't have a plan when we sit down to meet with an upset parent. Well, this guide that I've created has seven steps. You now have a plan and you can be more confident and you can feel a little less stressed when you're meeting with an upset parent. So, how do you get the free guide? You go to the privateschoolleader.com/meeting. 
So the seven steps to having successful meetings with upset parents, it's a free PDF and you can get that at the privateschoolleader.com slash meeting. And I'd also like to ask for a favor. If you could review, write a review and rate this podcast wherever you listen to it, those reviews help the algorithm drive the content out as a suggested podcast to private school leaders all over the world. And that's how we're getting the word out for going from surviving to thriving and how we can help uh, leaders all over the world improve their practice, but also take better care of themselves. And so if you would write a review and give a rating wherever you listen to this podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. And as always, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day and your busy week to listen. So over the years, I've worked with many, many introverted leaders, and I would say that probably more than half of them, they they acted like or felt like maybe, or expressed to me at least, that they felt like something was wrong with them, that they were a fish out of water or that they were like misaligned in the job that they had. And <clears throat> I just feel really strongly Um, I have a couple of daughters that are introverts. My wife is an introvert. And I just feel really strongly that introverted leaders need to leverage their unique strengths and, and just see how it contributes to their leadership style. And let's face it, there is no one size fits all to leadership. You know, maybe, um, we might think that, well, some charismatic person that is, a great public speaker and great with people and um, that energizes them. And at the end of the day, they're so amped up because they had all of those interactions that that's the ideal head of school or principal for any school, but in particular for a private school. Well, introverted leaders, they bring their own unique strengths to the table and success comes from playing to your strengths and to find a leadership style that aligns with your personality and with the needs of your school. And if you're trying to be something that you're not, then you're going to be even more exhausted. If being an introverted leader drains you because of all of the interactions, then the only thing that I could think of that would be more draining would be to also try and be something that you're not. So one of the goals that I have for this episode is, is that you would just embrace being an introvert and understand and accept your introverted nature and to leverage those strengths and to see what those strengths are. So again, the title of today's episode and what we're going to do today is to just talk a little bit about the eight biggest strengths of the introverted leader. So what are those strengths? Number one, preparation and planning. Number two, effective communication. Number three, active listening Number four, one-on-one interactions. Number five, introverts help to balance out extroverted team members. And number six, introverts think before they answer a question. Number seven, introverts focus on long-term vision. And number eight, introverts speak up less often, but they almost always have something valuable to say. So again, maybe you're sitting there listening to this or you're driving to or from school or you're walking the dog or working out or going for a run or running errands, whatever the case might be, I always encourage you to do something else while you're listening to the podcast. And maybe you're listening to this and you're an extrovert and you're like, well, this isn't for me. Well, I just encourage you to keep listening because there are probably some introverts on your team 
And I think that this can be very eye-opening and enlightening for you because doing the research for this episode was enlightening for me because understanding a little bit more about the strengths that introverts bring to the table will help extroverts when it comes to meetings, when it comes to um, decision-making, when it comes to a lot of different things that we do at our school. And so I encourage you to stick around regardless of whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. So let's get into our list. And these are the eight biggest strengths of the introverted leader. So number one is preparation and planning. So what I see, and also this is borne out in the different articles that I read to prepare for this episode, is is that introverted leaders usually excel in planning and preparation. And they take the time to thoroughly prepare for meetings and presentations and decision-making, and they just are very, very thorough. And again, I can't speak for everyone, but I'll speak for myself. Because I'm a good public speaker, and I know that that's a strength of mine, because I know I can walk into a meeting and not be super prepared, um, because I know that I could probably give a presentation and not be prepared as maybe I should be, that then I probably tend to cut corners, I think, um, and just figure that my um, ability to speak publicly will cover up those um, that lack of preparation. And so most of the time I manage, um, but I just want to remember that introverts are usually the ones who are thoroughly preparing for meetings and presentations and just the decision-making that goes into it. And so, again, that's a strength of yours if you are an introvert. And if you're, if this isn't a strength for you, um, then we need to really think about the, the way that we're showing respect to our colleagues by showing up prepared for meetings. Number two, as far as strengths of the introverted leader, is effective communication. And so we know that introverts are not as outspoken as extroverts, but typically they are excellent communicators. That has been my experience. It just is a different way of communicating. Sometimes it's through email. Sometimes it's through text or written. Um, Sometimes it's through conversations that maybe take a little longer and maybe they're in a much smaller group. Maybe it's one-on-one and we'll talk about those one-on-one interactions in a few minutes. But introverts take the time to practice clear and concise communication in both written and verbal forms and they can to, in order to con- convey their ideas effectively. And one of the most um, talented communicators that I've ever worked with was probably one of the biggest introverts that I've ever worked with. And so, again, I want to just pause here and acknowledge that I'm um, generalizing Um, you know, just even the categories of introvert and extrovert. I don't want people to feel like you're in this certain bucket or that certain bucket, but ultimately what it comes down to, in my opinion, is self-reflection and the story that we tell ourselves. What I mean by that is, is that if you are an introverted leader and you're telling yourself a story that you're less than, or you wish that you were better at this or better at that, you're not seeing your strengths, then that's something that we you can take away from this as far as reflecting on you know what your strengths are but also that you 
are enough and that you don't have to be something that you're not. And then also, like I said, if, if you think that you're an extrovert, then we can learn from this, appreciate their strengths. I know that I used to think that, you know, the people that didn't speak up in meetings, that they just didn't speak up because they didn't care about what was going on. And that was so false. It was so not true. Um, and so um, I think over the years, especially the last several years that I've grown to appreciate the different strengths that some more introverted team members bring to the table. So, all right, so let's continue with our list. Number three on our list of strengths of the introverted leader. And number three is active listening. And, you know, this has been a real struggle for me over the years because um, I just am listening with the intent to respond. And I am, you know, I've got the advice monster that I'm, uh, is ready to come out and just gobble up all of the 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 problem that was just shared. Um, but I think that most introverts that I've worked with, they just excel at active listening. Um, and it's such a valuable leadership skill. And they just make such an effort to listen attentively to concerns and ideas of the team, be it students, parents, coworkers, whatever. And their input that, that input matters. Um, they, they, I feel like someone who is excellent at active listening, that they're the ones who help people to feel seen and feel heard. And, you know, I think that, you know, you take somebody who <clears throat> is good with, excellent with the active listening skills and with the, the body language and the eye contact and not listening with the intent to respond and, all of those skills, typically when they have a conversation with that person, that person feels heard. I'm not so sure that's the case with me because sometimes I have the tendency to interrupt or to just immediately give a solution when really what they wanted was for me to acknowledge and validate their feelings. And so active listening is definitely a strength um, of the introverts that I've worked with over the years. And number four on our list of strengths is one-on-one -on -one interactions. So this kind of goes along with um, the active listening and some of the other things that we've talked about before, but I've really seen um, introverted leaders thrive in those one-on-one -on -one or small group settings. Um, and they take advantage of those settings to engage with students and staff on a more personal level and I think they can actually build stronger relationships and provide guidance and that guidance is often more heard and listened to because the person who's talking to them feels heard and feels validated like I said in number three and so that's a huge strength that they bring to the table um, so an introverted leader you know I I do I think I do fine one-on-one -on -one, probably above average um, but I think I do better in the gr in groups. Um, but there are certain people that they thrive with that one-on-one. -on -one. And so I think that we need to just appreciate people that can do that and to make sure that they're being valued um, as team members. And if you are an introverted leader, again, it's another strong, important strength of yours. And... I just hate to see people on leadership teams minimize themselves and minimize their role because they're not outspoken. So 
Um, we're talking about the eight biggest strengths of the introverted leader. Number one, preparation and planning. Number two, effective communication. Number three, active listening. Number four, one-on-one interactions. And number five, introverts help to balance out extroverted team members. And I think this is huge. And so I want you to think about this for a second. I want to ask you a question. I really want you to think about it. What would my school be like if all the leaders were exactly like me? So I'm going to ask you that again, and I want you to think about it. What would your school be like if all of the other leaders were exactly like you? Well, I can answer that for myself, and the answer is not very good. Um, If everyone was exactly like me, then we would all have the same strengths and we'd all have the same weaknesses. And in episode one, way back in episode one, I talked about lift your lid and how your leadership lid that John Maxwell talks about that and how, you know, if you're a seven out of 10 as a leader, that that's your department, your division, your school is only, and your team are only going to rise to the level of your leadership lid. And the leadership lid of my school would be much lower if every leader was like me. And so I just feel like um, I need to give a word here for all of the extroverts that are listening. So (laughs) I want to say that I'm speaking to myself first because these are lessons that I've learned over the years, but I'll just say it. Sometimes as extroverts, we take up a lot of space and that space is in meetings Um, whether they're, you know, a a team meeting, a strategic planning meeting, whatever, if there's a, a good number of people in there, you know, five or more people, we take up a lot of space. Um, and so if that's the case, then we're missing out on the ideas and the perspective and the perspectives and the skills that that more introverted person brings to the table because, they're not really getting an opportunity to speak. And so what I've started to do over the last few years um, is to really just try to intentionally encourage participation and input from the introverted team member. And so I try to do that in a couple of ways. So if we're having a meeting and it's, let's say it's the leadership team and, you know, there's one person or two people who really haven't said anything usually it's also aligns with a person who is more of an introvert is, is that, um, you know, my, my team does a pretty good job of this. My boss does a pretty good job with this is, is that, well, we want to hear from so-and-so. Okay. Um, well, well, or just asking that person, well, what do you think about this? And maybe they say, you know what, I don't have any thoughts about it. I think everything that's been said so far is fine. But sometimes if we're the ones that are talking a lot, if we're the ones that are taking up a lot of space, then we need to be intentional about encouraging participation and input from the more introverted members of the team. And um, we have some norms when it comes to our PD. Well, we have a late start on Wednesday mornings, um, and we do PD every Wednesday morning. And um, one of the norms that our instructional coaches have come up with is an acronym WAIT. Why, and WAIT stands for Why Am I Talking?, or why am, why am I not talking? Why aren't I talking? And so it's sort of like just pausing and thinking about how much space we're taking up and including and inviting those perspectives from um, those who might not be speaking up. 
Okay, so number six, and this is a big one. Um, this is something I've experienced firsthand, and it's really been impressive to see. And number six is introverts think before they answer a question. And so I said a few minutes ago that as an extrovert, I have a hard time pausing before I speak. Um, I usually listen with the intent to respond. I've gotten better about that. And I, I said before that I try to tame the advice monster. I don't always don't do that very. I don't always do that very well. Um, I actually did an episode on um, on this on this issue about about listening, and um, I, I just think that as as extroverts, the, the episode that I did, it was called These Three Little Words Can Change the Way That You Lead. And the three little words were first of all. And that was a little trick that I started to do about a year and a half ago where I would listen to somebody that was talking and they were presenting a problem and so on and so forth. And then it was, I would say, well, first of all, and then what I would do is acknowledge that that was hard and then try to validate their feelings. And what that caused me to do is instead of jumping right in and solving the problem, um, saying, first of all, really got me to pause and to be more empathic. And so I'll link that in the show notes, which can be found at the private schoolleader.com slash episode 49. I'll link that episode there for you. But I just wanted to say on this issue of thinking before the answer a question that I've been a private school leader for 32 years. And over the course of my career, one of the leaders that I have admired the most is actually one of the biggest introverts that I've ever worked with. And in working with her, I actually had to get used to something that she does. And that is that when I ask her a question, she's usually silent for like 30 seconds or sometimes more. And at first I just, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if I had offended her or if she was indifferent or about the question or, or the subject or whatever. But what she was actually doing was she was actually pausing and thinking about the question before she answered the question. And I don't think that I've ever waited like 10 seconds to answer a question in my whole life. And so again, just seeing it from another person's point of view and appreciating their strengths that the, just instead of it just all coming out and we have all the answers is, is that just to pause and think, um, before we speak. And I just admire that so much um, about this colleague, but also about other introverted um, colleagues that I've worked with. So we're almost done with our list. Number seven is, is that introverts tend to focus on the long-term vision. Now, I'm not saying that's mutually exclusive, that extroverts don't care about vision. I'm just saying that many introverts have the ability to stay focused on long-term goals and the vision of the school and that their ability to think deeply and strategically can be a huge asset in guiding our schools. And so let me elaborate on that for a moment. Just saying that in my experience, again, this is based on my experience, maybe your experience is different, but um, is, is that I feel like for me, it's just all about, you know, what's next, what's next, what's next, and just on the, on the daily urgency, the tyranny of the urgent, and just getting those things done, and so on and so forth, and I'm not quiet enough on the inside to always have a focus on the big picture and the long term, and that's a huge responsibility of leaders, and I think that that is a huge strength of our more introverted leaders of our schools, is, is that they are more quiet on the inside, 
and that they can stay more focused on those long-term vision and goals that are so crucial for our school. And in my experience, when a meeting is going back and forth and we're getting in the weeds on something, usually it is a colleague who is more quiet on the inside, a little more introverted, that will kind of just say something very short and it's usually mission or vision, very mission or vision focused. And it's like, oh, yeah. And it gets us all back on track. So, again, we just have to um, remember that strength and invite that input. And then number eight on our list, introverts speak up less often, but they almost have, almost always have something valuable to say. And that kind of goes back to what I mentioned a moment ago, um, that in my experience, um, you know, maybe... People who are more introverted don't say a whole lot in meetings, but when they do speak up, um, they have very valuable feedback and they usually have elegant solutions. And my boss is really good at elegant solutions. Um, One or two of my colleagues that are more quiet, um, very good at elegant solutions to complex problems. And and that's sometimes what's lacking in a meeting because we're just like, okay, agenda, 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 on to the next thing, solve this problem, boom, boom, boom. But we know that in our private schools, most of our problems are complex. Most of our problems don't have an easy solution, you know, because of all of the different factors in play. It's like, well, yeah, you know, that would be an easy decision if it wasn't that the child of the board president was in that class. Or, yeah, that would be an easy thing to do if it wasn't that that parent was the largest donor and their name is on the building. So um, it's complex. And so, again, in my experience, sometimes the people that have the least to say when they do have something to add, it's a very, very creative and elegant solution to a complex problem. So what are our big takeaways from today's episode? Well, I just wanted to make sure that everyone hears this, is that if you're an introverted leader, you don't need to be fixed. You don't need to change into an extrovert to be a successful leader at your school. And that you have strengths. And I've only listed eight of them. There are dozens or hundreds more. But the ones that I came up with, the eight strengths of the introverted leader, number one, preparation and planning, number two, effective communication, number three, active listening, number four, one-on-one interactions, number five, balance out extroverted team members, and then I did a little sidebar reminding us that we need to make sure that we, as extroverts, give space and invite uh, participation from those who say less in the meetings. Number six, introverts think before they answer a question. Number seven, they stay focused on the long-term vision. And number eight, introverts usually have something valuable to say. So I like to end every episode with a call to action. And if you are an introverted leader, I would like for you to remind yourself this week that there is nothing wrong with you and that you actually bring very unique strengths to your school that most extrovert struggle with. So speaking as an extrovert, I struggle with some of the things that are the biggest strengths for the more introverted leader. And there's nothing wrong with you and you don't need to be fixed. So I want to wrap it up by um, offering you another free resource. 
There's a bunch of free resources for you over at the privateschoolyear.com slash resources. This one is called the, the Top Six Ways to Protect Your School from a Lawsuit. And this is a 10-page PDF that will help you keep your staff and students safe and help keep your school out of court. Litigation is expensive and time-consuming and very stressful. And this common sense guide will help you be more intentional and proactive when it comes to protecting your school. And you can grab the top six ways to protect your school from a lawsuit over at theprivateschoolleader.com slash lawsuit. And again, it's just a, a thank you for listening to the podcast. And so if you're getting value, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email at mark.o.minkus at gmail.com. Um, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. You can find show notes for today's episode at theprivateschoolleader.com slash episode 49. And a new episode of The Private School Leader comes out every week on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I just would really appreciate it if you would write a review and rate the podcast. Please connect with me on Instagram. I'm at The Private School Leader. And on Twitter, I'm at The PS Leader. And if you got value from this episode, I would love it if you would just stop for a moment and think about if there's another leader in your life, another leader at your school, or an aspiring leader at your school, and, and just share the podcast with them. Just send them a link. Um, forward the email if you get an email from me every Tuesday. Just share that share this podcast so that maybe it can help them as well. And I've been your host, Mark Minkus. I want to say how much I appreciate you and all of your hard work and how you're serving your schools. Thank you so much for taking some of your precious time to join me here today. And I'll see you next time on the Private School Leader Podcast. And until then, always remember to serve first, lead second, and make a difference.